Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to the Bachelor in Paradise Cluster Fun podcast. This is actually episode seven, the finale. Yes, how exciting. We've made it through seven whole episodes, and I have yet to have my checkup, but I think I've emerged unscathed. <laughs> unscathed. Sometimes some would say that you might catch a little something from watching these shows. Right. A, a little... A little trauma never hurt anybody watching some reality TV. Yikes. Ay, All right, well, we want to go ahead and bust this one out and, and uh, delve right in here. Uh, so we know that, what do we know, Antonella? Well, what we know is at the end of last episode, Chris Harrison, looking mighty dapper, comes in and says, Hey, listen, folks, these are the couples remaining. Next week is going to change. Everything will change. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, basically evaluate your current situation, talk, and see where you're at. Right. Couples we have are Christy and Tassos, mm-hmm. Graham and Ashley, yeah. Marcus and Lacey, Robert and Sarah, and Jackie and Zach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we join them this week. Yes. Um, they're still on the couch. They've not moved. Um, <laughs> for a whole week. <laughs> for a whole week. <laughs> Um, and people just start having conversations. So I guess we can begin with uh, Christian Tassos. I mean, frankly, if like couples were like a conceptional thing, these two would not have a sperm and egg mate yet. Right. You know, I, I mean, they, <laughs> this, this would be just a sperm and egg separately living in separate bodies. That's it. So there's no conception, in <laughs> fact, that has happened at this point. You are genetically separate material. N- nothing. No. Uh, binding between these two. Nothing binding. Oh. I'm I'm sensing nothing. So they're having a little chat. Basically, they're like, "Hey, look, nothing really is going on here. It's too new." They break up, but there was nothing really to break up. No, there was nothing really to break up, and we use that term in air quotes because they basically just were put together by default. That's right. That's right. Um, and then we go to Jackie and Zach. And uh, Jackie and Zach, again, if there was a conception time, there was no conception. If, like, we had to, like, basically on that timeline. Right. They are also separate people. They shared a kiss. I don't think Jackie's that into him. I thought he looked kind of sad, but overall, like, nothing going on there. Right. Then we are on the couch, and the girls are discussing the current state of their relationships. Mm-hmm. And we have Ashley begin to pontificate uh, how wonderful Graham is, how wonderful life is, how the birds sing, how life will be beautiful, how... Everything is you know, gay and light. Everybody else has such a hard time, and she and Graham are on the same page, and blah, 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 blah. Right. Meanwhile, Michelle Dallas yes. is listening with a very critical ear and decides that she jumps up and says, I've got to go. Just can't take and it anymore. Can't take it anymore. And you see um, Ashley say, oh, gosh, I feel so bad for her. Yeah, she totally. <laughs> and, 
and the girls, the other two girls that are, are still there, who Sarah and Lacey are like, aren't you nervous that she jumped up and needed to go talk to Graham? And she's like, oh, no, no, she's been such a great friend to me, and she's been so supportive, and I know it's only to go tell him good things about me and, and vice versa. Proof positive that Ashley is perhaps maybe on drugs mm-hmm. and or living in a completely separate dimension. Yes. And or <laughs> both, not, or probably both. both. There's yes. something very, very different and very terrible going on here it, with her. I, I think we're seeing like basically like the crack between reality and and her fantasy world. Right. I mean, if ever there, I mean, we've overused the word delusional many times in this podcast to describe many of the the some of the women who've already left, mainly. Uh, Cuckoo Bird, Elise, and probably maybe even Claire a couple times, but this 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 little one right here takes the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, well, even that makes it worse. Michelle's on her way out the second time because she left through one door and then came back and went out another door. Right. And, and she said, "I gotta find Graham," and she looked pretty angry or something, like really troubled. And I mean, her facial communication. Well, you know why? Definitely not. It's because Ashley's the things that she's saying and the manner that she's saying them in. Uh, Michelle is like, wait a minute, hold up. She's Ashley's saying stuff like, well, I don't even care about myself. I care about him more, and I just want to take care of him and make sure that he is taken care of and he has this good life and that he's loved. I mean, it's just completely unrealistic dribble. Well, I mean, you know, I think I think the reason she's I, I think what Michelle is really catching on to and Michelle does say this later is that she mm-hmm, feels mm-hmm. as though a lot of the stuff that she's saying is for television only. That's it. Yeah. So, um, so she goes and speaks with Graham, basically tells Graham, look, this chick is off the reservation. She's here for television. She's not here for you, which I think is um, pretty legit concern, actually. And uh, Graham, God bless them. I I still right now. Why did they never work out? I'll never get that. I mean, they just seem like I have a really good relationship. It's incredibly honest and, and they seem to have a very deep mutual respect for one another. Very genuine. I just think she's probably she's you know, she's crazy as a shithouse rat and she's a little too over the top for him. But the. Yeah, the the genuine level of respect and sincerity. Just they really care about each other. They really, it's really care sweet. about each other. It's yeah. very, very sweet. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, so then Graham um, goes to uh, discuss this with Ashley. They walk to the beach. And <laughs> Ashley, and again, crazy bird, Um you know, Graham says, look, there's something going on. I just don't feel good about it. Right, and then, right. of course, instead of really getting emotional, I think, about it, mm-hmm. she just kind of, we saw the same thing in Sean's season. Like, she just gets really weird. And mm-hmm. she, like, talks about how embarrassing it is. And right. um, instead of saying she's hurt, I mean, I think, you know, she talked a little bit about being hurt. On, in the car ride away as right. all bachelor contestants are required to do right. um, I think they they donate tears to, to Chris Harrison's <laughs> beauty cream I don't know what's going on like Chris Harrison just keeps looking better and better every season it's the tears it's the tears for bachelor contestants oh, that have Jesus been axed um, so I, I don't I do have to say really quickly just this was just a, a, a line that stood out to me um, before before this all goes down between Graham and 
and Ashley, when when Michelle is off talking to him, and she's doing her confessional, truly believing in her heart that M- Michelle is gone to speak on her behalf, or, or and or is having doubts because she's a single mom and worried about her kid back home. She says, "Oh, I just really love." Michelle and I just want to love on her I just want to love on her because I feel really bad for her and I'm thinking I just wanted yeah. to throw up just wanted she to throw is up. a really crazy bird I mean totally I think crazy. that's definitely what we're seeing here yes. like absolutely awesome <laughs> um so I mean you know meanwhile I was really not expecting Graham to be as sad as he was but he really was and I think part of it for him is mm-hmm. probably he's not a good axe man like he does not look like he's a good breaker upper no he doesn't he want needs to hurt take anyone. some lessons he needs to take some lessons from andy god andy dorfman of last andy season's dorfman last, oh my goodness gracious this just would burst out in tears and start totally. blathering. <laughs> totally. but so, yeah i think partly too and is that he's just a good guy and he just touch, you know oh my god such a good guy such i don't want him to guy. find someone i don't particularly find him like over all this. america's in love with graham we found out by the way that he was a professional basketball player i right. about fell out right. how did that happen and right. then, you know, my friend looked it up and said it was in Germany or somewhere. I'm like, do they not have tall people in Germany? Right. I mean, because he's only six feet tall. I mean, you can't you can't rock, I mean, any real right. position right. in professional basketball <laughs> at that height. But he's, I mean, I'm a, I'm a female at six feet tall, right. and I can't, I mean, I could not play WNBA. And I'm in the top 1% of height for women. Right. But these, these women are like freaking six, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, God. I did not know that. That's an interesting little tidbit of information. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. He, he, um, I, I have to say that, um, obviously, before we started our, our own podcast, because we just know that we can do it so much better. Um, Actually, I think we just enjoy it so much. <laughs> we just enjoy it so much. We love um, dissecting stuff like this. I had... I, I went back, which I can't do until after we record ours and, and after we watch and give our spin on it. I went back and listened to um, a podcast that I, I like from, from another group of people who do it on a um, paid <laughs> platform. Um, and he was actually, Graham was actually on that particular show. And still just a really genuine guy. Real, uh, I you know, and I joked about Graham when we first began this this season because he's what like thirty three or whatever, and yeah, that's pretty damn old. old for for this this franchise. Um, but after seeing his interaction with Michelle and getting some background information on him and getting to know him throughout this season, he is just a good guy. I want him to find someone. I really want him to find. Maybe someone. he should be a bachelor. A and bachelor. I, yeah. Bachelor of the Senior Tour. nobody watching that because nobody cares (laughs) we we want to see them intertwined with these 20 year old idiots but okay so what do you think about so then we have Michelle calling Mm -hmm. her kid what do you think about that Um, at first I thought it was sweet and then it was quite juvenile in the way that she I don't know how old her kid is um, I think she said nine. Yeah, I don't think that you go seeking relationship advice from a <laughs> nine-year-old is probably not the way to go. Um, I could see if she was 
not so much seeking advice as in as so much as well I'm I'm kind of digging this guy I may want to introduce like kind of feeling her daughter out I could totally see that but she posed it in such a way that was well how did she say it she was like mommy's met this really cute guy and his name is Cody I mean it was like two 11 year olds just chatting it up yeah I mean well I mean I just I don't oh gosh uh, it was really actually that that little girl is incredibly mature Very because much I think so. like the, the first thing she that came out of her mouth was it doesn't matter what he looks like right I it's think... if he's nice to you I was completely blown away by that response I thought that like, was pretty cute right mm-hmm. if your nine year old gets it and mm-hmm. you don't you might want to rethink your position right in life. I, I I just I, and then after her daughter I think her name is Brielle said that I thought well maybe. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt here. Maybe she thinks her daughter isn't as mature as she is, and she wasn't expecting such sage, mature advice to come from a nine-year-old. But she was like, "Pretty much, mom, skip the BS. I don't give a crap how cute the guy is. How does you know? How does he treat you?" Right. Which yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I totally. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Um, so then, what we have is we have Chris Harrison coming back. And mm-hmm. saying, "Look at the round. Everybody else left. Or <laughs> saps that are still here. <laughs> so you get a fantasy sweet date. Right, right, right. You are uh, committed to moving forward. You've had that talk that I instructed you all to have, and you, you, you three couples are the last few standing. So we have Cody, Michelle, Sarah, and Robert, Lacey, and Marcus. Yep." Uh, announcing uh chris harrison like you said announces this this next step which is one of our favorite parts of the entire franchise the fantasy suites yeah yours more so than mine right most of these people i'm like oh my god um when and you know i think this just goes to prove uh, you know the fantasy suites i mean it's just I, some people take it too far in my opinion i don't know you know somebody for like a couple of weeks i don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing right and that sounds like a prude, but, you know, it is on national television, so you might want to slow it down just, uh, you know. Yeah. So uh, we have Sarah and Robert's date, and they go to a hotel room, and it's like dinner, and then they show the hot tub and whatever. I, the, these two, you know, I kind of felt like I was starting to warm up to them. I did, too. And I actually have to tell you that I think Robert is a very nice guy. I do, too. I really did think that. Mm-hmm. Like, he is just, he just comes across as a very respectful, and, you know, Sarah's got some issues. Mm-hmm. And um, I like happy Sarah, and I think she's a sweet girl, but I, I think she's got some worth issues, self-worth issues. Mm-hmm. And I think um, they crop up. And sabotage her. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then we have Lacey and Marcus's date. What'd you think of that? Uh, I thought it was a snooze fest. I mean, these two. I mean, oh dear God. Um, they've been. I mean, seriously, he got. I think you use the term wiped up. Right. Right. Yeah. Wiped up. Uh huh. Episode two, and it's just. I mean, these two have not spoken. I don't think they've actually uttered like six words to other people. No, you very rarely. I mean, every now and then you see Lacey rolling her eyes at Ashley, but um, there's not a (laughs) there's not a whole lot of interaction because they're always sucking each other's faces off. So um, the only thing that really stuck out to me with their date was last week 
Lacey was falling in love with Marcus, and this week she's in love with Marcus. That's the only well, thing that it's, it's seven whole days, honey. Right. A lot can happen. A lot can happen. whole days. <laughs> right, right. Of just sitting on the couch waiting for Chris Harrison to come back. God. Just sitting there um, for that week, right? <laughs> exactly right. So, and then you have um, Michelle and Cody's date. Right. And how'd you feel about that one? Um, it's it's been the same thing with Cody and Michelle for about two or three weeks Me now. Too. She's scared. He's all in, ready to make the commitment. Whatever. She's scared. She wants to do it. Um, but she commits to it. He's like, so what do you think? And she's like, I'm gonna go, you know, on the on the fantasy suite date with you. But um, this will probably be my favorite line of this whole episode. She looks at him and says, uh. You do know you're not getting laid tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's just like burst out laughing. But uh, apparently she's taken the advice of a nine-year-old and is going to go ahead and see where this, where this can lead them. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, were you asking me about what I thought about this date? Because they... Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, I'm glad you let me do this part. Yay. So... <laughs> I'm so, so, like, love relaying the obvious. Go Michelle ahead. Money is, like, having her confessional. And she says, you know, I always wonder about guys that size. Because, you know, Cody's this old big, giant, muscle-bound dude. And she was like, I always worry, wonder about the size of their dick. And they, of course, they, it's ABC. They bleep it out. And to which I go, oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> so, oh my god and she was like I always wonder about what size their dicks are <laughs> and I just I, I die because she says it very matter of factly and also it's it's the it's the funniest shit that I saw last night the funniest by far uh, and then after that uh, little confessional and her little com- comedic moment um, Antonella, I hope you're still there. <laughs> I hope you're still there. Are you still there? Had a little bit of technical difficulties there, but Antonella is still with me, right? Hello, hello, hello. Sorry about that. I had a little technical difficulties, but Antonella is still with me. Um, I was just delivering my awesome here I am punchline of Michelle Money uh, wondering about guys's member size <laughs> who are of the stature of Cody, which to me by far was my my favorite line of of the night. You did not just say member size. Well. I really? said dick three times already, so I didn't know how many How bad? Dicks. It's like, why did you not even just add throbbing member to that? I know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a romance 50 novel. shades of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> oh, my dear God. I want to read that book, Sidebar, just because I hear how awful it is. Um, it's terrible. It's just, I, I mean, it's for people with no imagination. Right. I hear it's pretty bad. I just want to know it, how bad. It's, it's bad. Imagine um, bad and then imagine worse. That's about that's, right. 
okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like written like it's written for like sixth sixth grade reading comprehension with tidbits of sexy times. I mean, it's not really exciting. Oh god. Okay. Um, I read it when I was pregnant, and I was just like, this still isn't working for That's me. Right. <laughs> Even with all my hormones. Like, no. That is no. hilarious. It's terrible. Okay. And Everybody he, kept talking about how it was so hot. I was like, you people are idiots. And and that's the that's the reason why I want to read it because all of the people I, I just want to judge the people who think it's so great and hot. And I assure you, it's not. Okay. Onward and upward, I'll put that on, on my reading list so I can mock people. Um please do. <laughs> So everybody's often about on their overnight fantasy suite dates. The couples reconvene. The, the everybody's so happy the next morning. Everybody, Everybody looks freshly fresh, laid. Freshly laid. Ex- freshly laid, except for Sarah and Robert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Robert looking well rested. Sarah looking Pissed. dejected. Yeah. 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 So after she hears the girls discussing, I mean, Michelle and Cody apparently had a rocking good time. I think she said that they were, were you know, doing whatever they were doing all night long. Right. <laughs> what do you think they were doing? Um, I'm guessing. They were bleeping it out, but I'm, I have some imagination I just, there. just don't think that they were playing card games. Liar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was an all-night thing and then Lacey's like oh it was amazing of course it was um and Sarah's like oh god he wouldn't touch me so um she decides that Robert is not for her she Mm -hmm. takes him outside and says you know you didn't want to touch me but prior to doing that she proceeds to give us a little snippet of some nasty comments which I was really really disgusted by yeah you know that this guy you know had his jeans on in bed and mm. that he she doesn't even know if he had a penis right. i mean oh my dear god like it's just one of those situations where you know uh, just you know i've realized that when sarah is hurt she is or or feels less than mm-hmm. she lashes out and that's yeah very not cool especially because after seeing robert's reaction right i was incredibly sad and i hope that sarah's kicking herself and she will be for a long time because i really do believe the guy actually liked her i think he actually liked her and she herself even uh you know so she basically she breaks it off with him because he doesn't do anything physical with her and apparently to in her words the fantasy suite is begging for some shit to go down in there and it doesn't between them But then immediately after, you know, he's packed up and said his tearful goodbye, like totally shocked, like you just said. She's like, oh, crap, well, what did I do? Did I let my insecurities get the best of me? And I believe even Lacey and and, uh, Michelle were commenting on she's starting to, you know, regret her decision here about, you know, letting Robert go. Yeah, I mean, like, the guy's nice, and the guy was doing stuff for her, and, and, you know, without needing to, I mean, I don't think there was any situation where he felt like, oh, God, he didn't really come off as one who was like, oh, I'm going to extend my vacation, or whatever the no, case would be, so Mm-mm. he just seemed like a really nice, genuine guy, in fact, so much so that he told Brooks, no, don't ask her out, like, I'm really, like, this is, this is my girl, mm-hmm. and, like, so, I don't know. I thought mm-hmm. Sarah was dumb. And I, like, think to myself, like, that's the reason. Piece of advice, ladies. Mm-hmm. 
here you go. If the guy's really nice and he seems really into you, don't sabotage it because he's not everything that you want all of the time. Nobody's right. going to be everything you want all the time. Stop right. being idiots. Okay. Sermon over. Oh. <laughs> Amen. He was even shedding some tears. He was completely like I feel surprised. bad for the guy. Yeah. I mean, I think he was like, I think he was trying to be like respectful. I think he's trying to be a nice fellow. I think that, um, you know, I think that he's a good guy and I think you know, um, she just dismissed a potential relationship because he wasn't trying to get with her. I mean, right she away. kisses like a seventh grader. I right mean, what away. does he, I mean, what does she expect? He probably didn't think, I, I don't get the vibe that either one of them are very experienced. No, so just either. chillax, man. Right. Why so, why pressure someone into something? Yeah, she even don't. mentioned that she, um, she's telling the girls how it all went down and she's saying, like, I, you know, tried to unbuckle his pants and, he stopped me. I can't even imagine how that awkward scene went down. Oh, dear God. Can't even it's imagine. Ridiculous. Yeah, so hopefully they didn't bump heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they did at the table. Oh, God. That's right. So, so okay, so the last, um, that's it. That's they leave. It. Oh, They're broken up. They're gone. She's... He takes off. He's like, well, I guess this is where I leave. And she goes and says her two cents to uh, Lacey and Michelle. And they're all devastated for her because they thought that Robert and and uh, the lovely Sarah were, were heading somewhere. And turns out they aren't. And Sarah then takes off, too. We have our last two couples. Uh, yeah. uh, Lacey and Marcus and Cody and Michelle. That's all we have left. And they uh, meet up with Mr. Chris Chris Harrison, who then I'm gonna let you take the lead here because this was at the point where I I had to take a break from the program and had to come back and watch later. But as for your Cliff Notes version of it, so oh, I, once I, I finally saw it, I died died laughing. I, this this was my Cliff Notes version for for Rennie after we were we were discussing it. I said. Uh, I said they were given advice by three couples who had successfully graduated from the bachelor uh, program. Right. Uh, Desiree's advice was love the one you're with <laughs> because she really wanted to be with Brooks and she's with that other guy who was her second pick. Um, Molly Mesnick's advice was <laughs> don't worry, even if he doesn't pick you up first, he might just come back for it. <laughs> Later, right? Oh, my Later. God. Oh, my um, If it doesn't work the first time. <laughs> and I said that um, Sean and Catherine Lowe's advice was grown sexy. Grown sexy. <laughs> I, all That's I remember it. during that whole thing, that whole yes. wedding planning crap, was yes. she wanted us her wedding to say grown sexy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that was so funny. When I saw that, uh, when I, I, cause I said, Aunt, well, I came back and I said, well, what, ha I was like, what are all these old couples doing here for? And you told me that little synopsis right there. And I, and when I saw it, I was like, you know what? That's exactly, <laughs> that's all they had to say. Instead and they Sean Lowe's, I have to complain about his shirts. What yes, is he doing? He First of all, <laughs> gentlemen, I don't know if there are any of you listening to this podcast, but please stop wearing short sleeve shirts, especially ones that are at all tight. That should never happen. The only exception is an occasional Hawaiian shirt to be worn only if you're on the big island or any surrounding islands. Island. <laughs> or at the very most, somewhere uber tropical, like with palm trees and shit. Like, oh, okay. otherwise, there should be no short.
short sleeve tight shirts in or even at all short sleeve button up shirts in your closet. No. Sorry. I'm glad you I'm glad you Thank gave you Sean Lowe. That, Take that it off. PSA on Sean Lowe's shirt PSA. which completely <laughs> offended Antonella. I don't know how she was able to get through watching the the remainder of the show because Oh, that's I please funny. stop wearing an announcement. My PSA. Please, please do us all a favor. Oh my Send gosh. Put on a t-shirt for God's sake. What's wrong with t-shirts? What do people have against t-shirts? <laughs> well, I mean, what's wrong with you? I don't understand it. Oh God. Oh Lord. So funny. So irritating. <laughs> Let me get myself together here. Okay. So that's what it is. That that's... was like, basically like I heard nothing from what these clowns had to say. No, they're, nothing. They're, they're, that what aunt said is really what happened. Um, Supposedly, they're offering up advice and expertise on how to survive outside of the unrealistic world of paradise. So, here we go. Yeah. Uh, so, we, this that's is, the ch- they're chatting. They're all like, oh, I'm happily in love. Everybody's in love. All the other couples are like, oh, yes. I mean, everybody's just basically, if I heard love uttered one more time, I just wanted to slit my wrist. Love and the right reasons. That's right. The right, I finally and finally found what I was looking for, or what I've been looking for. Right. Oh Lord, have mercy. So good, so good. I'm gonna miss this show. Uh, I know. It's final rose time. I mean, really, I, why is there even a final rose? I have no we know idea. what's going on. No idea why there's a final rose. So yeah, final roses. Yeah. I mean, we get the final rose for Cody and Michelle. Their little speeches were super cute. Yeah, they were. They were. I do have to say, I mean, as much as I, you know, I, they make me crazy. I just really like them as a couple. They I work think somehow, right? Just like a... because there's a little bit of crazy in both of them, mm-hmm. but it's like good natured crazy. Right. One doesn't feel like you know. I mean, one's always got some mental problems, and he is right. just like a love bug. He just yeah. wants to be loved. He just wants to be loved up on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much it. They exchange roses. No big surprise there. There, um, he accepts her rose. She accepts his, and then it's time for the Lacey Marcus uh, rose exchange, and we get a little drama here, right? Yeah, he says, you know, um, can I have just a minute with her alone? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the most dramatic Bachelor in Paradise finale ever, he excuses himself from the weird... By the way, the advice couples were they're all still staring there. at them. <laughs> they're still like, there. Just sitting there staring at them. That like, must be noted. Office. They didn't just come and offer advice. They no. stayed, They stuck around for they're the here, We're here for the show, baby. Right. We're here for the show. <laughs> And so um, Marcus takes takes Lacey downstairs, gives her a little speech about how wonderful she is, and proceeds to get down on one knee and open Aww. a box. Of course, once you know, with a ring donated by Mr. Neil Lane. Yeah, baby. So a nice size sparkler. I um, so. Funny thing though, you- someone on someone on Twitter, cocky Chris Harrison, said that he did not go to Jared. <laughs> he did not go to Jared. No. <laughs> Um, so, and I, I'm willing to bet that he did this so he could score that ring because, I mean, like, there is nothing better than not having to pay for, like, Hell a yeah. wicked expensive right? engagement ring, especially, like, if you think the girl's hot and she's gonna, like, put out hardcore, like, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like so. Oh my god, I'm so bad. Okay, so, so you're so good. Ba- Basically, they, she says yes, and she starts uttering some crazy nonsense about being a mother to his children. I mean, really? I mean, let's let's slow it down a notch. Then again, they did get engaged, so... In six weeks. In six weeks. Yeah. I don't even know if it was six weeks. I think it was a month. The, I mean, and it happens. It happens all the time in real life, so... I he mean, was just in love with Andy. I mean, Marcus is a... He's over her. He's over her. Right. Didn't you hear the, him? I think... What, yes, what, doesn't what, hold a candle to what he feels now. I bet you it doesn't. I bet you it doesn't, dude. Uh, she's just... She was just, like, kind of... <laughs> she was... She is super tan, man. Like, oh, my God. She what else has she had to do besides, like, practice, like, dirty dancing lifts in the water with, <laughs> with, with Marcus and his hairy oh, chest? Oh, God. Which, she, by the way, she says so sexy. Yeah, she told one of the love couples who came there for their advice that she loved loved the hairy chest look. So Ugh. you you go if that if that's what does it for you, Lacey, you go, girl. Yeah, I mean everybody's got their their something apparently. Like that's hers, but yeah. okay. So then there's some twirling and spinning, and you know everybody's happy that everybody, everybody comes, comes up cheering. Cheering, and then they give each other final rows, and boom, boom, boom. Then Chris Harrison says, "Thank you for joining us. It's been the most exciting Bachelor in Paradise season ever." Oh wait, it's the only one. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) But it's probably still the most exciting. Um, And then we get we get a um, an update as to where everybody is now. So what we do know is Marcus and Lacey are still together. Lacey is apparently moving to Dallas, mm-hmm, of course, mm-hmm. because she's going to be kept. Yeah. You know, she's going to be keep, a kept woman. She's got to have her own private tanning salon bed. In yeah. <laughs> and then, um, let's see. And then, oh, poor Sarah. She's on, she's on the prowl again, mm-hmm. looking for, um, someone to date, and then, um, which is sad because I really think she really just missed the boat there with Robert. Mm-hmm. And then um, we find out that Cody is moving to Utah. Utah, Utah, by the way, she lives in Utah. I didn't know that money lived in in Utah. Me neither. She seems like a California all girl. All the way. That's for sure. Yeah. For sure. I hope they get it I, together and move to Cali because I can't see those. Yeah, two they in Utah. need to go away. Yeah. yeah, that's why she's so depressed. Right. I mean, <laughs> everybody who lives in Utah is depressed. <laughs> I mean, my God, alcohol can only be a certain strength. Like, you can't even, for like, so get the... Long, right? <laughs> oh, dear God, forget about it. So, um, yep, so basically that's about it. That's and about that it. was the end of the first season of Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, we have we have had a blast. Um, first of all, I want to thank my lovely co-host Antonella for making me watch this show. I was hooked from the very first episode. I honestly was hooked. I did not understand how the show would get any better than that very first episode. (laughs) Oh, God. So So good. So good. I know. Trashy TV doesn't get any better. Does not get any better. So, and we just heard a couple days ago, I think on Monday, that, um, uh, I think Monday before the show aired, we heard that uh, it's def- definitely been renewed and coming back next summer. 
So very exciting. Very exciting. Can't wait. So if um, you are a fan of the franchise, we, we, I'm sure we'll be uh, podcasting and recapping this again next summer. But not just that, we'll be looking forward to having you guys join us back here in January for The Bachelor. Can't wait. Can't, can't wait. Can't wait. So until then, um, keep you can keep up with Antonella and me. We'll be uh, looking for something else soon to... Uh, delight your ears with in reality television <laughs> and sink our reality teeth into yeah um so keep an eye out on us and subscribe to ant and rennie's reality recap podcast that way anything that we do uh come up with you'll be subscribed to and it will instantly pop up in your box <laughs> love saying that <laughs> Because who doesn't want something popping up in their box? See, and see, when I say that, Antonella always says, and who would not like something popping up in their box? See, we got this game down. Um, exactly. Or, uh, find us on Twitter. I'm at Renita, really. Mm-hmm. No question mark. Just uh-huh. Renita, really. And <laughs> Antonella, you can find Antonella on, on the Twitter as well, um, at Antonella B. <laughs> I'm Antonella B. And B. So uh, until next time, uh, thank you guys again for joining us for this wonderful, wacky r- ride that is Bachelor in Paradise. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.